Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in chapter 18 of Ezekiel, verses 25 through 32. But before we get down there, just to set the stage, verse 4 says this. This is the Lord speaking through Ezekiel. Behold, all souls are mine. The soul of the Father, as well as the soul of the Son, is mine. The soul who sins shall die. And this is a goes on in the next several par- paragraphs to illustrate who is going to be punished for sin. If a father is unrighteous, then he'll be punished for sin. But if his son is righteous, he's not going to be punished for his father's sin, and he should live. But if the son of that son is unrighteous, and so on and so forth. Actually, I might have it backwards, but you get the idea. And then we get down to verse 25, and he's talking to the exiles. Remember, Ezekiel is an exile in Babylon, and he's talking to the exiles of Jerusalem who came in the first wave of exiles, and they are questioning the justice of God, the righteousness of God. And it picks up in verse 25. Yet you say, the way of the Lord is not just. Hear now, O house of Israel, is my way not just, or is it your ways that are not just? When a righteous person turns away from his righteousness and does injustice, he shall die for it. For the injustice that he has done, he shall die. Again, when a wicked person turns away from the wickedness that he has committed and does what is just and right, he shall save his life because he considered and turned away from all the transgressions that he had committed. He shall surely live, he shall not die. Yet the house of Israel says, the way of the Lord is not just. O house of Israel, are my ways not just? Is it not your ways that are not just? Verse 30, therefore I will judge you. In, In other words, the house of Israel doesn't have real clarity on what justice is and what injustice is. And he makes it very clear that if somebody's unrighteous, they're going to die because the penalty of sin is death. Paul says that again in Romans. But if somebody turns from their injustice and lives righteously, then they're going to live. And God is saying, this is very justice. This is very just. This is very simple to understand. Yet you're saying that I'm unjust? Actually, you, house of Israel, are unjust. You're the ones who haven't obeyed the commands. You guys are the ones who drifted from the covenant, so on and so forth. Verse 30, therefore I will judge you, O house of Israel, everyone according to his ways, declares the Lord. Repent and turn from all your transgressions, lest iniquity be your ruin. Cast away from you all the transgressions that you have committed and make yourselves a new heart and a new spirit. Why will you die, O house of Israel? For I have no pleasure in the death of anyone, declares the Lord. So turn and live. This is fascinating. Let's start at the very end there. I have no pleasure in the death of anyone. Goodness gracious. This entire book, all the major prophets, Jeremiah and Isaiah that we've read so far, other parts of the Old Testament, you could read some of it. And you could think that God takes pleasure in the death of unrighteous people. It says here, he takes no pleasure in the death of anyone. And that's taking pleasure in the death of any of somebody is a different thing than thinking it's unjust that someone died. So all these people that are being punished for their sin, they deserve it. 
because they're unjust, they're unholy, they're the opposite of God's holiness and righteousness, and it's just that they are punished. We've talked about that over and over. God is not sinning. God is not wrong. God is not uh, unjustified in his punishment of these people, but he takes no pleasure in it. It reminds me, we ought to think that way. There are instances that I'm aware of where people have died and their death has been just in some cases. And sometimes when somebody dies justly, especially if they're an enemy, especially if they fight for a different country in an important war, think of Adolf Hitler, think of somebody who murdered 25 women and raped them and he dies on death row. I think it might be just in some of those cases that somebody dies, but we certainly shouldn't take pleasure in it. Uh, likewise, God does not take pleasure in the death of anyone. More importantly here, in the earlier verses, he's calling the people of Judah who are in exile. He's not calling Jerusalem to repentance, by the way. Jerusalem has already missed the boat on that. Jerusalem is going to be certainly destroyed, and their punishment is set. But he's calling the people of Judah who have been exiled to Babylon to repent. Turn from your transgressions. And what he's expecting them to do is live righteously. He says, in order to do that, you need to make yourselves a new heart and a new spirit. Well, here's the thing. We could read this wrong. We could interpret this wrong. We could apply this wrong. And we could leave this text saying, you know what? I need to turn from my transgressions so that I will live. I need to make myself a new heart and a new spirit so that I will live. But friend, like we've said over and over, that's not the gospel. That's impossible. I am not capable of making myself a new heart and a new spirit. I am not capable of turning away from my transgressions and living righteously. Why? Because my heart is stained with sin. I am in bondage to sin in my natural condition. And so these aren't things that I can do by just trying to be more moral, be better, do a good deed more often, try to you know, kind of pull myself up by my moral bootstraps and live more in line with God's law, hoping that someday I can get it right. That someday is never going to come, not in this life. And so while it sounds like maybe what we ought to be doing here is becoming more moral, replacing our heart of stone with a heart of flesh, replacing our broken sinful spirit with a new spirit, friends, we are unable to do that. God knows this. That's exactly why his redemptive plan would to take... There are going to be people, by the way, who hear this message from Ezekiel, who are going to turn from their transgressions to a degree. They are going to repent. They are going to turn back to a God. Their hearts are going to be made new in a way, and, and a new spirit dwell in them to a degree. But they're never going to get these things perfectly right. Certainly nowhere near close enough to right enough to be acceptable to God by their own merits this is exactly what God knows. When he's saying this, he knows this. That's why his redemptive plan for humanity is in place, and he's causing it to go forward even through these difficult times for the people of Judah, because one day Jesus Christ will come hundreds of years from now, 2,000 years before where we sit today, hundreds of years from now where they where they write this, and Jesus Christ will live the perfect righteous life. He will not be guilty of transgressions. He will have a new heart, perfect heart and a perfect spirit. And he'll rise again after his death, his punishment, his payment for sin. And anyone who puts their faith and trust in him can have that new spirit, can have that new heart, and can have the perfection that he lived 
and have the turning, the repentance away from transgressions that he lived that we can't. And that's the gospel. Praise God. Amen. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.